Welcome to the Aaron Church Podcast, where our mission is bringing life to everyone, everywhere, every day. Each podcast episode features the latest talk from our church, which are released weekly. We're passionate about Jesus, love to worship together, and are committed to changing our community for the better. Connect with us at aaronchurch.com. Hello everybody, today we are looking again at recharging and we're looking at Jesus in the desert. We've had loads and loads of stories about desert times and we're going to be looking at what happened to Jesus in the desert. I'm going to read uh, about it. Now Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wild. For 40 wilderness days and nights he was tested by the devil. He ate nothing during those days and when the time was up he was hungry. And the devil, playing on his hunger, gave the first test. Since you're God's son, command this stone to turn into a loaf of bread. And Jesus answered by quoting Deuteronomy, takes more than bread to really live. For the second test, he led him up and spread out all the kingdoms of the earth on display at once. And the devil said, they're yours in all their splendor to serve your pleasure. I'm in charge of them all and you can turn them over to whom I wish. Worship me and they're yours. The whole works. Jesus refused again, backing his refusal with Deuteronomy. Worship the Lord your God and only the Lord your God. Serve him with absolute single heartedness. For the third test, the devil took him to Jerusalem and put him on top of the temple. And he said, if you're God's son, jump. It's written, isn't it, that he has placed you in the care of angels to protect you. They'll catch you. You won't as much stub your toe on a stone. Yes, said Jesus. It's also written, don't you dare tempt the Lord your God. That completed the testing. The devil retreated temporarily, lying in wait for another opportunity. So there we have Jesus. Even Jesus went into the desert. When I think about uh, Jesus, it says that he went into the desert full of the Holy Spirit and he came out of the desert in the power of the Holy Spirit. Something happened to Jesus in the desert that gave him a greater power and a greater authority. He went in full. He came out in the power of the Holy Spirit. And so when I think about recharging myself, I don't actually think about going into a desert for 40 days and 40 nights and thinking I'll come out refreshed and full of the Spirit of God. I'll think about maybe worshipping in a meeting together with lots of people. That's when I've felt the Spirit of God maybe. Or, or sometimes recharging will mean going to a, I would love to go to a nice hotel where there's a spa and you can have a massage or something. And it definitely would involve eating me recharging. So when I think about Jesus, I think he did a very, very different thing to recharge. He went by himself in silence and in solitude into the desert. And there he spent time with God. And then the devil came. I don't know how the devil came. I don't know what that looked like. I don't know what that felt like for him. But Jesus knew that he was being tempted. First of all, in a very small way, make some bread. You're hungry, Jesus. And Jesus uses Deuteronomy and he says... No, uh, man shall not live by bread alone. No, I'm not doing that. Then he says, then the devil says, listen, there's all these kingdoms of the earth. They'll bow down to you if you worship me. Jesus says, no, I'm not going to worship you. I will only worship the Lord my God. And then, of course, takes him to the 
Thai temple and says, jump down. God, you're the son of God, you'll be protected. And Jesus says, no, I'm not going to do that. I think that it's so interesting that there are three things that I notice. Uh, the first thing is that temptation isn't wrong. It isn't a sin, is it? Jesus himself was tempted. We all are tempted. We're tempted to do things that we shouldn't do. We're tempted to do the wrong thing. All of us. Jesus was as well. And that's the first thing I notice. The second thing I notice is that the first temptation was a very, very small thing. It was like, oh, Jesus is hungry, making some bread. That's not a really terrible thing to do, is it? That's not awful. Sometimes the things that lead us into greater things that we do wrong are very small. Just a little text, just a small hello to somebody that really you shouldn't be texting is all that it takes. Just a small lie, a tiny lie, like it doesn't matter sort of lie, can lead into all sorts of other things. Stealing something, just a little thing, leads us sometimes into bigger things. It matters. The small things matter and it mattered to Jesus. Then the last thing I notice is that Jesus used his power and authority that was given to him by his father God to bless others, to empower others, to release others, to heal others, to see others flourish. And the greatest temptation he had was to use that power for himself. The greatest temptation he had was to use the power that God had given him, the authority that God had placed in his hands for his own gain for his own self. Now, when I think about power and authority, there's obviously lots of people that have a lot of power and authority. I don't know if you feel empowered and full of authority, God's authority, or if maybe sometimes I think the greater risk is not knowing your authority at all, not knowing that you have any power. Maybe you feel helpless and powerless. Maybe you don't recognize that God, as a child of God, you have so much power. You have power to bless people. You have power to release people. You have power to uh, pray for good things to happen in people's lives and sometimes we don't even recognize that and authority comes in lots of different sizes doesn't it comes in lots of different places today I'm speaking on the day after the euro final and it's a bit of a sad day I know that this is going to be broadcast a long time in it later but it's a bit of a sad day and yesterday I watched uh, Gareth Southgate go out to the guys that miss the penalty and hold them. Now, there's an authority that Gareth Southgate has got because he's gone through something. He's gone through missing a penalty. He's gone through the pain of that. He didn't even have to speak to that guy that missed the penalty. He didn't even have to have the words. There was an authority. There was a, an affinity with him just because he had gone through something. And so is the same for us. There's an authority given to you for the, because of the bad things because of the hard things that maybe you've gone through. And you can use that authority to bless people. It doesn't even have to be a lot of words. It can be just hugging somebody and them knowing that you are with them because you understand. You have been given authority. We have been given authority and we have a choice as to how to use that. And so I pray that as we come out of the desert more and more, we will use the things that we have learned in the desert 
to bring life to those around us, to bring healing. And we will recognise the authority and the power that God has given us to pray for people. Jesus released people. He empowered people. He used the power that God had given him to empower others. May we do the same. And may we have gone into the desert, into that pandemic, full of the Holy Spirit. And may we come out with the power of the Holy Spirit and see what God wants to do next.